0: Um, right, Mafi and and Louis, they mentioned throughout their talk, um, there was quite a lot about the labels and how people look at us, so I call this sermon uh, Look Out and Look At. Um, if you want to go with me, I don't know if you can put it up on a screen, Acts 3 verse 1 to 10, so sorry, Acts 3 verse 1 to 10, no. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and recognized him as the one who sat at a beautiful gate of the temple asking for arms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him." Now, like I said, we were talking about the labels and uh, uh, the words that people speak over us. Uh, I think the best way to introduce you into what I'm about to say is to give you kind of a scenario. It might be different ways. You might uh, probably lift that. It might happen to you. You know, Imagine you walking home, you're walking back from church. You go straight through the city center Or you go past the homeless shelter. You know that guy that's there every night is going to be there. Same night again. You know what's going to happen and you're thinking, oh no, he's going to be there. So what do you do? You see him from a distance. You cross the road. Different scenario. You don't cross the road. You stay on the same side of the path and you walk straight into him. There's a different ways you can put it. But the guy's going to be always there. You think, not this time, please. You know, you're just thinking, what if he's going to ask me for money? I've been in that myself. I've been the guy who was asking for money, and I've been the guy. And believe me or not, while in Batel, um, they crossed the road because I had I thought I had nothing to offer. So probably my first challenge to you tonight is that you've got you've always got something to offer. You might be leaving this building we call church, but that's not right. You live in this building and church is going with you. So when you meet that guy, you bring in church to him. Um, or you might put yourself in the skin of that lame beggar. Now, I'll go back to the scripture. You know, There's a lame man here to be carried by his friends and family. His existence was centered around that gate and in begging. Nothing else. He was, that was his life. That's, that's what he was doing. He was lame from birth. You know, most people, they, probab- they probably walk past him, not even thinking he was sitting there. You know when you've got a guy that's sitting on that path and asking for a spare change, please? I always do it. You just walk, if he's there every single day and there is one that's sitting just outside the shopping center by the traffic lights. i tried to speak to him a number of times. You walk past and you don't do anything. And then you're either thinking, oh, I should have spoken to him, or I should have given him some money, or I should have bought him some coffee. But most of the time, you ignore. People ignore. I've, I watch a number of people walking past him, not even uttering a word to the person. Maybe some Jews, when they're walking past a guy, a lame beggar, they go out called, a gate called Beautiful, they, they just give him some money. But that's what uh, good Jews do. Sometimes we just give people money, not even thinking about that guy there as a person, he's just object that's there, that's what we do. You know, this person, he's been given a label, cripple, and he believed that. You know, he might have that spoken over his life, or he was probably speaking it over his own life all the time, because it starts somewhere. I want you to think, uh, there might be people, please don't get offended if you do well, I, I preached well, um, you put yourself in the skin of a beggar. You know, people put a label on you, people put a label on these, these guys there. Um, you might see them as a miracles, but other people will say, well, he's a recovering drug addict, and it's his fault. And these guys are going to believe that. People might have spoken over you certain things that <laughs> taken a root. You know, labels and remember that when I, was, what I said, remember that when that happened to you. When someone puts a label on you, it's like a shaft where enemy drops this seed and it goes in. He doesn't need to send his demons there. We give him too much power. He just drops a little seed through the shaft, that label that people give us. And we take care of the rest of it. We're sitting on it. We're chewing it up. we thinking about it. Most of the time it comes out that you're worthless, junkie, drug addict, bad father, alcoholic. You will never amount to anything. You will never achieve anything in your life. That was my label. Never good enough. You know, I was thinking what this guy was thinking when he was sitting by the gate. He was there every single day. He probably got to know people as they were going in and out. Hold your life sitting by the gate. You will get to know people. You will get to know people by the way they walk, by the way they dress up. And when you see some strange, unfamiliar face, uh, bingo, tenor. You know, when I'm thinking about it now, God had his finger on that person even before the creation. He knew. Satan, what he tried to do, he tried to steal his life. Uh, He planted a seed. He planted through that label. You know, he got him out of the stream of life. Please, some of you, if you you are at the place that, that there's been a label put on your life, you know, you might find yourself kind of like this person, effortlessly examining every single day of your life, being kind of outside yourself, not really probably just watching your life passing by only because you believed in something that's not right, that's not true. His head, our heads stuck in past, looking behind, what if, what if we've done things different way, trying to gaze through the fog of the future, what lies ahead of us, in the next day probably, and what's in the present is just a lifeless corpse, body. You know, no one really looked at this person at the gate for who he really was. That's what I call it look out. What strikes me, this portion of scripture, no one until Peter and John walked and looked at him. You know, it's a profound phrase, and we all know it really well. I have no silver or gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. They took him by his hand, stood up, and he walked. You know, this this guy, he was only asking for a little bit of money. Peter gave him something far greater. We might see the first thing we see, or he gave him gift of his legs. He could use his legs again. There was far more than that. You know, what we do, we come to God with our little labors, with our little problems. But he wants to give us far more than just a cure for our labors. He wants to give us a brand new life. And this is what happened. You know, we have learned, we've got to learn the lesson from that, that these boys, Peter and John, they had nothing. They probably thought Peter and his foolishness and bravery altogether, He had nothing to offer, yet he was brave and walked to the person and said what he had to say what God put on his heart they gave him salvation through Jesus Christ this is the same for you you know you don't need to be homeless you don't need to be beggar you don't need to give people money or food sometimes I can guarantee you most of the time and you can grab please grab all of these guys ask them about their testimonies about their past grab Lenny and Dina because they are old school batalitos they got married in Battel as well Take them, ask them about how it goes. Uh, sometimes, what you need, what people need, it's not a money or food, but it's a kind word. Someone who is, who who looks at us, who looks at people for who they really are, not just the object sitting somewhere on a curbstone. We might. That will be my challenge for tonight. I'm not finished yet. I'll be there soon. soon. <laughs> How do I know all of this? Why am I telling you all of that? It might be a bit um, not well structured, you know, but I was one of those beggars. Poor, wretched and naked and I had absolutely nothing. Most of these guys, you know, when Matthew and Louis, they all mentioned that they were on the brink of death. Uh doctor, they was prescri- prescribing me methadone. Uh, The dozer was taken would be enough to kill probably a couple of people if if you took it all in once. Um, We all had a sentence of death on our lives. And it took, and listen to this, it took 75-year-old fragile and seemingly helpless and tiny little lady that took the courage, walked to me and said, Andre, God told me that you're special. There's something special about you and it was because of that lady she took me off the streets. and I know that this is a miracle that doesn't happen very often she did not know me at all she knew me for two weeks attending some um, homeless shelter and she said God told me to take you to my house uh, to get you clean and you can stay with me until you get job and get your life sorted it takes someone brave as you as you are here to go to that person rather than crossing the path go to him even look around there might be a person with a label on their forehead trying to desperately hide it go and say something kind and nice to these people because that's what they really want they want we want someone to see us for who we really are and I'm just wrapping up now you know once we are past that Once we've been lifted up, we need to lift up our Lord Jesus at the same time. And we need to start looking around. So please, when you go out tonight or tomorrow when you go to work, when you see that person, you might be the only one in that person's life who will speak something kind and positive. And you never know because you can bump into that person next Sunday. Don't let them leave without telling them you need to come to my church, please. You always need to grab them to your church. So that's what I forgot to say. I don't know. Are we going to close with prayer? And Father, tonight we've heard again of the power and the love of Jesus Christ. And Father, we've been reminded again tonight that we are the people that you want to use to take that powerful name of Jesus out into the streets around us. Lord, you want us to reach out and touch broken lives. You want us to point men and women to the one who can make them whole again. Lord, give us confidence. Give us a desire. Compel us to go and share that wonderful name of Jesus. We pray this now in his name. Amen.